the joke song either that or i just freeze up and like island in the sun do. from weezer that's three songs it's fucking plenty I next week i'll do hash pipe more than enough all right here we go <clears throat> Put down the gun, quit touching yourself, and remove all clothing, for you are about to soil yourself several times. It's the Intellectual Saviors, with your hosts, Michael. Let me tell you about the Negroes. Eric. Does it make you randy? Does it give you... A stack of dimes down there in the naughty parts. And bogs. You know, I've got to take the pants off and pound that shit out. Proper preparation for your ear holes is necessary, for these gentlemen are about to insert their penises into them. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. <clears throat> Finally, yeah. Boggs isn't racist in the opening. Who <laughs> was that country guy that jumped on there? Um, oh. We are uh, fresh off of a wonderful interview with uh, Casey Crescenzo. If you didn't hear that episode, which I'm pretty sure everybody did, because it's got the most hits out of it ever, any episode we've had. Um, For an opening week. Or opening, show. opening show. I do want to give a shout, even though she'll never listen to the show, but I want to give a shout to his uh, PR girl, Natalie, because I thoroughly whipped her ass with about 20 emails <laughs> over the course of a couple months to get that set up. So Yeah, it was uh, it was a great interview. Um, he was very, very candid. Um, and it definitely wasn't your typical uh, interview of some, you know, person with uh, semi-celebrity status, because most people are so ingrained in what they do and it's all about image and stuff and they don't want to talk about in depth about what they do for a living uh but he divulged a lot of information that we didn't even ask him <laughs> so i know I, I appreciate that boggs and him are fucking divorce buddies now that was cute we might we might <clears throat> catch him at a show and we'll be like i'm so sorry man i'm so sorry i'll be really drunk that's basically what's gonna happen yeah so if that happens casey i'm sorry buddy Sorry about all that ahead of time. Ooh, text mm. message. I should I, turn my phone off. What the fuck? I, now, usually before um, we start the show, you know, we do the bullshit and everything before we get into stuff. But I, I told you guys, and I pulled this up um, today here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area where we reside and do our little show from. We had nice little thunderstorms and all this stuff. And there's a guy in Nova Scotia that... Um, does this bit where he does weather reports for places like around the United States and the world and stuff. And I saw, I heard this on the radio and I had to pull this fucking audio for you guys to hear. And, um, I have the, Eric play the first clip, which is just him introducing himself and giving his report. <laughs> so check this out. This is out. Frank McDonald station live in Sydney, Nova Scotia, Dallas, Texas, getting a chance of severe thunderstorms on 
Thursday, May 8, 2014. It's going to be a lot of rain. The chain lightning's going up to 30 plus millimeters of rain. It's going to be a lot of rain for Dallas, Texas. It's going to be over 30 millimeters of rain, especially in thunderstorms. It's going to be thunder lightning, a lot of rain. It's going to be a ton of rain. Maybe some damaging winds and gusty winds because of the cold front will be going through Dallas, Texas on Thursday, May 8, 2014. <laughs> Okay, so oh, what the fuck? So this dude, I'm gonna say this. He put this out yesterday before we had our little storm today, and he was more accurate than our fucking weather people here. This is just some dude, and I, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I don't know if you guys caught on to this, but I I think he's a little slow. If you watch the video, you'll see him. I think you know he has a little bit of a setback in life, but he, the dude just real jovial and stuff but he not only did he give his little weather report but then he took it the next step and he gave advice on what we should do if you know we have these big storms and stuff people in dallas texas be prepared have your rubber boots ready have your ankles ready have your rain suits ready because it's going to be a lot of rain in dallas texas and it's going to be thunder lightning and rain order your pizzas and order your chinese food buy cases of pepsi buy cases of coke have your iPads charged, have your iPods charged, have your cell phones charged, have your laptops charged, have your tablets charged, have your 3G and 4G internet ready. During the severe thunderstorms, happens, unplug your, all your TVs, computers, electronics and gaming consoles and stereos so you don't get a power surge. Make sure to have your mobile internet ready. Sewers might back up in the streets in Dallas, Texas, when it go outside, don't walk to deep puddles. Avoid the puddles when they go for a walk. Darn it's under lighting, especially chain lighting. Stay away from the underneath the tree. And stay away from the open fields such as golf courses in Dallas, Texas and the surrounding areas. If you have anybody living in Dallas, Texas and Fort Worth, Texas and surrounding areas, be prepared for severe thunderstorms on Thursday, May 8th. 2014. <laughs> so, that guy is awesome. Okay, okay, I need to talk to this person. I want to get him on the show. I know. He he has a channel on YouTube, and the dude's got a ton of videos. Like, I never heard of him until they played this thing on the radio today. I heard it, and I was like, oh, my God, he's genius. And, like, this one, he just put up yesterday. He's already got, like, a couple hundred thousand hits. I mean, the dude is, like, YouTube famous, so he's somebody we're going to have to look to get on, I think. He's from Nova Scotia. I'm down, Can man. He's from Nova Scotia, Canada. So them fucking Canadians are just crazy as shit, man. <laughs> See, this is why I think this is why Americans don't like uh, the Canadian healthcare system because they just get to do drugs and stuff, and that's what you turn out to, right? No, he's he's a special person. He doesn't do drugs. I don't think. Well, he might. He might fucking smoke out. Yeah. Well, yeah, I heard that. Have your iPhones charged. Have your iPads charged. Wait, 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 wait. Have wait. your cell phone charged. Have your tablet charged. Have your backup generators charged. I don't know what else he said. Don't don't step in deep puddles. Don't step in deep puddles. <laughs> People in Dallas, Texas, shit's going down. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that guy's awesome. His name. I feel. I feel like we just increased the asshole level by about two or three. <laughs> no, he, by making fun of him. No, that I'm not making fun. Of him. I think he's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, his, he is brilliant. It's just 
it's it, not brilliant. I'll just in say the this: sense of being I think anybody in any other city that's listened to us, even overseas, you need to contact this guy. He's on. Uh, look him up on YouTube. His name's Frankie McDonald, and then he's from Nova Scotia. So just type that in, and you'll find him. That's how I found him. So he is awesome. Try and get him to do a weather report for your city. <laughs> so what do you got over there, son? Fuck Clive and Bundy. Whoa, oh my God. Jesus. We going into that? We probably should. I'm calling it now. It's going to be violent. All right. It's, here's why I, I brought this up to you guys, because for the listeners, him, I brought this up to Michael, and I don't know if I texted Eric because I live with him now, so it doesn't make sense to text him shit that I could just walk like 10 feet and tell him. That's true. But um, anyway. It's a valid point. It is a valid point. Thank you. Uh, the Clive and Bundy situation, for those who don't know, is he's a, he's a Nevada rancher. I think everybody knows by now. No, they don't. It's possible they don't, because if they don't oh. watch Fox News, it's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> That's a good point. True. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Take it back. Go ahead. Um, he's a Nevada rancher who basically did a 10-year dine and dash as far as uh, like federal land goes, because he basically stole federal property to graze cattle. Mm-hmm. And the reason why this came up is the federal government granted him a permit to use their land in Nevada to raise his cattle. And then they said... Uh, Probably, I don't know, like, I would imagine this is like around the 2000 era, somewhere in that way. Sure. <clears throat> they revoked his right to do that because they wanted to put a tortoise on the land. It's an endangered species. They didn't want anything bothering it. They said, no, you can't use this land anymore. So for like over 10 years, he's had access to federal property against their wishes. And he's using it to graze cattle. So <clears throat> with that premise in mind... This is by definition theft, right? Yes. Because um, you're basically taking land, and that's why I, 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 I'm, I'm so confused why like Fox News analysts are supportive of him because it's by definition, with our laws, theft. Hold up, is he white? Yes. Is he Republican? Yes. There you go. That's well, all you need to know. That's the thing. Republicans still adhere and recognize the American government as an entity. Clive and Bundy, however, not the Obama administration. Not, not, right. the, not sure, yeah, sure. I was gonna say, you'd... yeah, because under his government, every other part of government's like because he, he stole the election by like... having all the blacks vote. Oh my God, no, <laughs> the minorities. Don't worry about it. the Republicans are trying to fix that. <laughs> now, I'm just saying that's that's so kind of their argument. Clive and, those... Clive and Bundy has footage of him like holding the American flag, and he's like a big patriot and stuff. But he said he doesn't recognize the American government as a sovereign. Entity. Yeah. So, which, by the way, is hilarious that he uses the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Of the government he doesn't recognize. Of the government that he doesn't recognize as grounds for why they're at fault. It makes sense. So, anyway, my point to what I was saying is, from what I've read and what I've seen. He probably believes in the Bible, too, and just takes all the bits that he believes in. Yes, 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 yes. Yes and yes. All of those things. He's the most cliche white fat dude I've ever seen. Anyway. The point I was making, and I'm going to call it now, so for the listeners who actually listen, like the three of you that actually listen to the show. Yeah, dude, we got like 50. <laughs> We're huge. 50 solid. <laughs> We're 50 running deep. I'm calling it now. This is going to end bloody, and the Republican Party is going to use this as an example of government overreach. The problem with saying that is, this guy and his militia mm-hmm. that has basically barricaded his land his land, I'll use in loose terms. Uh, they're like threatening civilians. They are pointing guns at police officers. 
They're like, if it comes to it, like, oh, here's a great thing. I think this is on Fox News, too. They were, uh, <laughs> they said, we're going to put all of our women and children in front and make sure that the federal agents shoot yeah. them first. So what's on footage yes. is women and children being shot just to make the American government look worse, which is like really backhanded because it's like, I get what your point is. You're like, look at what they're doing. They're atro- they're, there's just an atrocious government that shoots women and children. But what you're really saying is, you're like a, you're like a, what was that guy that just died? He was the actor who played like Eon in uh, Ghostbusters. Fuck, what was his name? Harold, you ever see him in Stripes? Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis in Stripes. Uh, one of my favorite lines he's ever said is he's talking to his army buddies. He's like, listen, guys, when things get really rough out there and we're in a heavy firefight, I'm going to be right behind you every step of the way. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> That wasn't Clive and Bunny, I think, that said that. I think that was one of those militia fuckers. About yeah, it was one of the militiamen. But that's the point. The point is, like, how... Wh- when do people really listen to what people say and decide that that's fucking bullshit and that's not moral and that's not correct? Well, uh, and I mean... You're literally protecting someone who is basically pulling off the biggest dine and dash I've ever seen. I think I need to correct you a little bit when you oh, talked no. about government overreach. No, I said um, they would say it was because uh, according they to everything are. I've seen, um, you know, with the, the Benghazi stuff, the government didn't do enough. Mm. Oh, so... yeah. Here's the other question I have. Is Obama a mom pants wearing pussy or is he <laughs> a dictating tyrant? I'm not really sure that you can be both. Remember, uh, we went, Fox News, you can't be. Remember, we went over this before. Mm-hmm. He's both. It depends he's, on what day it is. So yeah. he's like the what mom pants wearing. They want to so he's like out there like, I don't care what you say. I'm not going to listen. And he's like wearing mom jeans and shit. But he but wouldn't say it like that. If he's like a mom, he would. That's what moms sound like, right? There'd be a lot of yo's in there. You know, stop I'm, doing that right now or I will spank you, little I mister. I mean, this, this is the next uh, Benghazi. It's, it's the Republicans making a big ho-hum about absolutely nothing. Well... You know what the deal was with this, though? like And he, spitting out incorrect facts about it. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they're already claiming it's oh. government overreach by sending in all these armed feds to take him, you know. Oh, my God, why do we have such a show of force? Well, the reason for that is because they've been trying to get these back taxes, you know, for years. And every time he's sent basically threatening letters to him saying that, you know, you come here and try and get the money from me. His wife even said something in the news about, you know, she's got a shotgun ready for him when they show up. and So, I mean, they've already threatened violence and force. That's why the feds had to go in like they did armed. I mean, because they've already been threatened. Okay, here's the thing so. about that, and this is my question. Why the fuck are we adhering to him being a hero and not a domestic terrorist? Oh, because a- as far as I'm concerned, when you threaten a government body like that, it's really, you're threatening people. They're still people. When we, when we you know, employ somebody to take care of the front office. Like the person who read his letter, it's not the politician that was elected. It was his fucking secretary that was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I'm in an office job. I just fucking file paperwork. Like they're still just people. Does he not understand that? Is that not something that he thought about? Man, they have to hire like people to run shit and take care of paperwork. And I just threatened a bunch of like moms and people who go home and are citizens. It's the same way that, like Republican congressmen look at it, you know, they hate the federal government. They're a part of the federal government. You know what I mean? Like anybody else that's part of the federal government is the problem, except for them, even though, you know what I mean? It's that disassociative thing that they have, where they just don't recognize logically. It's like you 
are the problem. You are running the federal government. So if the federal government sucks so bad, you hate it so much, you're in a position where you can fix it. So quit trying to fuck it up, <laughs> you know. But it's the same thing with him. It's just like you're saying, you know, he stands up there and, oh, the fucking Constitution, but I don't recognize the government. Okay. Here we go again. Yeah, I mean, I... Doesn't that make you I, laugh, I agree though? that he's an idiot. Um, but, he's, I mean, he's, he's literally the definition of a thief. He's a thief that's wearing Republican I, clothing. I agree, but, I mean, the the free society person in me comes out a little bit in this because this is statism at, at its highest peak. It's He owes a whole bunch of money to a government, which he... Yeah, he used their <laughs> land, but, I mean, come on, they already stole that land from other people, um, you know, and just legitimized it by creating some kind of faction and said, well, because you're on that land, all of a sudden you owe us. It's statism at its highest degree, and it, I mean, yes, he may have threatened them, but it does show them what they're willing to do to get their money, which is force people by gun. Uh, they don't back down. I don't know. I'm not agreeing with you on this. I'm not, I'm I not really were, sure that that matters If he much. didn't threaten them, what would they have done? He said, no, I'm not going to pay. Well, they would have went and tried to take his ass to prison for not paying taxes. They would have with guns to his property and arrested him. I don't think... I think the reason they went... like The, the federal government would have shown up in the I'm saying, it, it, they may have not been like out of the fucking holster, but they would have shown up at the door with guns. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been like... taken a, him a, to jail. It wouldn't have been like attacking it with force. assault weapons and stuff. I agree. There, There's variance, but it's still a person with a gun yeah. showing up at your door because you're unwilling to pay a but government which... Times, yeah. Anytime anybody commits a crime, though, the police don't just show up and slap you on the wrist and grab your hand and walk you out to the police car. They cuff your ass. They fucking get the. I mean, there's going to be force. And, you are in trouble. And I understand your you. point about like we totally like robbed the Indians of their land that's and so, raped you, them and ravaged I'm, them. And I get that. You can't use that as an argument. I know it's the problem, problem is, but it's, that's it's that's done. It is done, but that is a form of how this government is illegitimate. I mean, I understand, but you can't just say that now, and it's like, oh well, that rule still applies because then I can this, just go to my neighbor's house and guys, break in and here's take the thing. Shit. Here's the difference, though. If instead of the government, it were a person, I feel like your argument changes just from knowing you as long as I have. I feel like if he did this to a company or if he did this to a private property owner, you'd be like, no, dude, that's fucking bullshit. They told you not to come on their land anymore, and you still did it. Like that's still. You're still using something that's not yours against their wishes for over a decade. So why is it different when it's a federal property? Regardless of what you feel about why the federal property is there, why they own it, no, 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 regardless no, no. of I'm the morality of them getting there, that. I'm not it's even still, backing I'm, this guy. I think yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. <clears throat> well, I'm I know, just I know saying what you're saying. This I know what your is premise a show is. of what the government does when you when you do not adhere to their wishes as far as statism is concerned. Take. Well, but here's the Take deal. Out. Is that necessarily wrong when you threaten them? You know what I mean? What? Well, like, when you, when, you, when you threaten a government like that, and they're like, look... No, no, no. I'm saying beyond that, if he didn't send threatening letters, mm -hmm. if he just used the land, and whenever they said, we want taxes, he said no, they would have here's shown the up thing. with they don't, guns. They don't want taxes. They want him off the land. him away. Because the idea behind that land right now is it's a reserve for a tortoise And they would have danger. shown up with guns to take him off of the property. They would have shown up in the form of a sheriff who does have a gun, yes. Yeah, you because that's like their, their reach is like, hey, 
Get him off the land. Hey, man, you do the crime, you do the time. Okay, predictions. You have big prediction for this, son? I, I seriously think this is going to end bloody, and the Republicans are going to propagandize this as government overreach, and this is the time to buy your Uzis, because obviously the NRA wants you to, like, I agree with fund that. into the I gunning. also think that this is a gross showing of how disgusting our system is and how it definitely needs to change. I'm going but what, what would you what would you do in that position if you were a government agent and you saw the letter? No, no, I get it. I get it, but I'm mm-hmm. saying this is a proof positive of why the system doesn't work, and it shows how disgusting it can be. Here's the we're the dehumanizing people. The fundamental problem here is: Do you feel like the federal government is allowed to own land? Why or why not? No, I don't think they are. Then how do you ever put up a government building? I don't think you should have a government. Well. Okay, first off, there's a real huge fundamental difference between the two of us about that. Oh, I know. Yeah. But uh, past that... Between two of you and me, I know this. Yeah, there's no way you can't do that. There's no Trust way you me, can't... I'm well aware that I am very, very... Even, even under the guise, of, even under the guise of funding the shit out of education, someone is managing something... You don't need a something. government to govern people. Alright, well, let's just say you guys are not going to agree on this, so let's not get bogged uh, down. Let's uh, not automize right, there, unemployment. Nice Michael, motherfucker. Michael, hold there's on a nice little thing. Um, so... You, you need the fuck out of this, Michael. God damn it. You need a government <laughs> to uh, to govern people, so you create a govern based out of people. Where, I think you're missing the point. There. I think you're missing the point about a collective. Yeah, it's like not no, everybody you can't have a can collective without a fucking government. That's why you have a democratically elected government. There's no, a representative. We don't have that. that I'm just saying. We have people that. whose pockets are lined. With institutions I, that nobody belongs to besides for the top 1% in the fucking world. You know we don't what? live in this world anymore. You know what? That's why this whole shit is fucking bogus. Here's, what, here's my prediction. The Wait, thing, Waco 2, let's move on. Hold on. The thing about... <laughs> hold on. The thing that you're missing, though, is when it comes to people handling, like, fucking farmland or handling business or handling divorce or stuff like that, handling that's a cock. medium with which... People don't... It's like a third-person party that handles things like that. Like if if my ex and I didn't agree on something, it's a third-person party that handles yeah. disagreements like that yeah. that makes it fair and keeps in mind interests like the public good or the child's good. If, for instance... Why do you need is, the government to do that? Because people are manipulative assholes and a lot of times... What the fuck do you think the government is? A manipulative as, asshole. As far as that goes, no, they're not. They're Yo, interested... What? They're interested... Are you fucking kidding me? They're interested, Why are we in Iraq? They're interested... They manipulated the people Stop talking about Iraq when I'm talking about divorce court, dude. What? You're saying they're not about, manipulative. I'm talking about courtrooms. I thought we were talking, talking about, about Clive and Bundy. <laughs> that too. I'm talking about like <sighs> domestically. Cut his mic. Cut the fuck fucking off, mic. Dude. I'm talking about like domestically. Like... Like, that entire purpose is to make sure that the child is taken care of. They don't give a shit about me. They don't give a shit about my ex. They don't care about anything else. So, like, this is how the child is going to be taken care of. Okay. Period. Right? And if you can't agree on something, if, like, the two parties can't agree, we set the tone. Does that make sense? Yes. And sometimes that requires you to be an asshole because people are assholes and they don't want to give up ground. They don't want to compromise. They don't want to be a good person. They don't want to be moral. They want to be a fucking dick. Yeah, there's and under other people that, premise, that don't want to be moral. They just want to get elected again. Sure, but that's not a judge because they're elected full time. And you know hey. how they get elected? Money. Boom, boom. Money. Trust me, the government is corrupted through and through. I'm aware that they're corrupted. I'm saying that on a base level, when you talk about a secretary, the secretary's not corrupted. She's a fucking paper pusher. Nope, she's a whore. Okay, so here's the thing <laughs> wow. about taxes. Like, we're bitching about Cliven doesn't want to pay his little grazing fee taxes. 
It's he's getting kicked the off prob- of that land. <laughs> the problem is, is that the big companies, the ones who pay our politicians to get their way, are the ones that pay no taxes. And I thought this was interesting. You guys will like this. Uh, 2014 tax season's over and stuff, so the numbers are in now. The 25 most profitable Fortune 500 companies spent more uh, dollars on lobbying last year than they paid in federal taxes. Believe that. And they did a five-year study of it from 2008 to 2012. And over that time, these companies generated nearly $170 billion in profits, and they received $8.7 billion in tax rebates. Mm-hmm. They didn't pay money. They got money back. Name these companies. I'll get to a couple in a second here. Um during this period, they paid their lobbyists $543 million, which is an average of about $300,000 a day. And here's the biggest offenders. Um, they have the, Now, this is top 25. I'll just kind of go through it and see if you can get – this isn't top. I'll go back to the top, but just kind of get an idea of what kind of companies these are. Uh, American Electric Power – Wisconsin Energy, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, First Energy, <laughs> Next Air Energy, Intergris Energy, Atmos Energy, CMS Energy, Northeast Utilities. You kind of get a theme here. No, no, I'm not getting the theme. You're not catching on to that? So this is why we have uh, fucking Duke Energies is the one that dumped all that fucking like coal ash and shit into the river in North Carolina and got away with that. And they're yeah. walking away scot-free. And then a lot of these, of course, are companies that are doing a lot of fracking and mining and stuff. So they just pollute the fuck out of there. The worst uh, offender on this, though, was General Electric, which made $27 billion in profits, and they received $3 billion back in tax benefits over that five-year period. $27 billion of profits and they received $3 billion in tax rebates back. And it's like that down this whole list of these 25. <clears throat> like I said, most of them are energy companies, so you can see who's paying off your politicians. And So you like that, bitch? No. Oh, okay. No, I don't. Oh, sorry. Oh, did you guys hear that? Um, I don't know. You guys ever watch like the Freakonomics thing? Nope. Never seen that? You ever listen? Like, well, I guess if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen the documentary, podcast, read the book, anything, Boggs? Yes. Okay. Um, what about it? The guy who came up with the theory of it, Gary Becker, passed away this last week. <clears throat> I thought he was an interesting Bad guy. Bad grapes? Huh? Bad grapes type of p- passed away or what? Like somebody killed him? I'm getting it the whole like He's he like murdered. fucking old, dude. He was like 80-something. He just fucking bit it. I don't know. He had AIDS. <laughs> who fucking knows? Wow. So, Anyway, but he's, was he gay? He was no, I don't know, dude. So he used economics to explain like you know race and crime and drugs, and it was really interesting. I don't know, Eric, you might find something interesting. The one of the studies they did that they showed in the documentary was uh, like about abortion. I don't know if you remember this, Boggs. I do. Where basically they showed when the crime rate, like if you look at generation after like abortion was legalized, where poor people and stuff could finally you know, take care of issues, I guess. We've what talked it? about this because I brought it up. Oh, have you brought it up? God yeah. damn, I really got to start paying attention when you talk. But anyway, he's the one that showed by doing the studies that if you look, you know, basically 20 years out, a generation after, you could see a, a huge dip in crime rates because that's yeah. when like inner abortion, city and yeah. stuff. That's when all the criminals who would have been are aborted and they're no longer providing criminals yeah. in the world. Yeah. So they did a lot of studies like that. It was yeah. really fast. I mean, he, he had some really fascinating stuff. So I don't know. I thought that was interesting. So <clears> shout out to Gary. Um, fucking... Yeah, that was a... Send one out to Gary. That was a big one where... Um, I thought you said some pretty interesting stuff. Well, that's the thing is like, what's more moral? Is it more moral to abort the child 
who would have been a criminal. Because, see, the argument that is always brought up is, that could have been the next president. Yep. It's like, not statistically. Well, Statistically speaking, it's the next person who shoots you in the face in a fucking well, convenience store. I mean, not what now. ifs or what ifs. I mean, even still, you could sit there and say, that's the next president. But what if that was the next president? It gets born and then gets run over by a car. Yeah, there's okay. no, like, yeah, who cares? So, yeah, it would have been the next president if we didn't have cars. Big fucking deal. Song time. Well, song time. Is that, is that what you want? I want to hear a song. What do you want to hear? You want to hear the uh, joke version of I Come From The Water? Or? God damn it. I just, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we can do we can do Island In The Sun if you'd like to do that. No. We can do Hashpipe. With, with <laughs> just, really botched lyrics. Just play it so Eric can fucking sing this. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you already fucked me up. <laughs> I come from the water. I crawled upon the shore. I left my brothers there. I got what I came for. I sucked that water in and rolled upon the sand and burned beneath the sun to play a man. I come from the water. I came in the water. What? I come from the water, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I come from the water, yeah. <laughs> I come from the water. That weren't no easy thing. It's more than nature. It's like my destiny. I stood up on these legs and held my head up high and burned beneath the sun to start a new life. I come from the water. I came in the water. What? <laughs> Life in the desert, just to be together, the same forever, the same forever, it moves beneath me, this is it awesome. moves my body, my pulse beats hotter, so far from the water, I love to see the sun, in spite of all it's done, I pray for saving rain, I pray to live again, I come from the water, I come from the water, I come from Fantastic! Did you like that? <laughs> happy, happy twentieth, whenever the fuck that album was. Was that Rubberneck? Rubberneck, yep. Rubberneck. Yeah, twentieth anniversary of the, a great Texas band, the Toadies. Todd Lewis is gonna shit on me later. I got um something I think you guys will find interesting. This is a uh, you know, there's a lot of weird things. Like we've done the abstinence talk and stuff before, and. You know, they do little promise pledges and shit teenagers do. This is like taking it to the next fucking level. And 
I don't know if you guys have heard of this. I doubt it because I'm sure we would have been having fucking laughs over it. Um, there's a new religious right, they say, that's sweeping the Christian conservative uh, part of America and other countries as well, actually. They call this thing the purity ball. Have you guys heard of this? I don't know, but it sounds like a gay thing. No, it's not a gay thing. Oh, is that uh, where they like um, the kids go and it's supposed to be like a dance, but they don't really dance? It, it's There's an element of that. What this is is um, daughters will pledge to remain virgins until they're married um, and gifting their bodies to God and their fathers in the meantime. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is how they they say it. Um, basically, this is the description they give. A purity ball is a, it's a formal event where uh, young women and their fathers participate in a ceremony. The daughters are dressed up in ball gowns, um, and then they go and they do like a dinner. They'll give like a keynote speech, do like you said, ballroom dancing or whatever, and they vow to their fathers at the time that they'll remain pure and live pure lives before God and to say sexually abstinent until marriage. And then their fathers sign a commitment um, undertaking to protect their daughter's purity. And um, it's pretty interesting. And so they started this you know the version of purity like they said is the young women are they're pledging not to kiss date or even hold hands what what the fuck are they doing these kids you can get pregnant when holding hands i think um with any other man (laughs) other than their father until their wedding day so they can kiss their father yeah, you can kiss. What about tongue? They can kiss them and date them and hold their hands until hold they on, get married. Wait, 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 wait. So how? Okay, so they're not allowed to do anything at all with human beings until their wedding day. No, just man, that sucks. What if you date somebody that has like a penis that's ninety degrees to the left or some shit, or really dainty, what? or yeah, yeah, like overly dainty, like really, like, like he's really yeah. into guys, like he's really, he's no, really no, in touch no, with his, just like a dainty penis, just like you know. Oh well, I, I can't talk. About uh, I'll that, put it this but, way: it can <laughs> lay on your balls. Like, it doesn't even roll over. It just, like, it's there. It's, like, stacked on top of your balls. I'm trying to, I'm trying to not and imagine then this, hard, but also just, imagine it. It gets bigger, like, as a circle. It doesn't really get longer. Some people like that, though. Like so it girth. turns into, like, an oversized Audi. Wait, wait, wait. Belly button. What's that called? Isn't that, isn't that a chode? <laughs> Have we already talked about chodes before? Yes, that's a, that would be a chode. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, but, no. Girls, if you're listening out there, fuck all that shit. That's ridiculous. That's stupid. You need to know whether your man's good in the sack or not before you go any further. Because if he's not, dump that motherfucker and go find somebody that's better. Well, like but, Eric? Is that what no, you're No, I'm not at? saying that. <laughs> Whatever. You I, are such a piece of shit. I did shit not who's imply looking for that, asshole. You did imply no, that. No, I didn't. Did you I say are, anything about me? No, yes. I said nothing. I you said, said everything. You said I'm everything. not going to need any of these fucking girls. Look. Here's, here's the, here's the, here's uh, the subtlety there's to There's a lot of fighting tonight. The subtlety tonight to Eric is he, he said everything that's opposite of Eric. Like, Eric has a big, giant cock and stuff. I right? never said that. You've seen Ha! His, so you don't have a big, giant cock. You've seen his fucking... Yes! I never said that either. You've seen his wiener, you fucking jerk. Stop bringing that up, Michael. Anyway, so here's the thing about this. I, I never heard of this until I read this article. It says these balls are now taking place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, 48 of the 50 states in, in the United States, and 17 other countries are doing this shit as well. So they do this thing, and they have like a big annual ball that they have where a lot of the people come in from across the plains of the United States, and uh, they do this in Colorado Springs every year, they say. And It says like the girls come in, they carry crosses, in this like a wedding type ceremony that they do with their fathers and their fathers give them these um, purity rings and then like they have this little thing like like you know how you say your vows when you put the ring on the finger well at least me and Boggs we remember that back in the day <laughs> but uh 
like they have to say this thing and so here's what they say as they're putting the ring on the finger it says this is just a reminder that keeping yourself pure is important so you keep this on your finger and from this point you are married to the lord and your father is your boyfriend i swear to cry what <laughs> okay now it's getting like I it was already kind of creepy now that's like super creepy so you're married to a male figure that's godly no, and you have a boyfriend to a fictitional creature yeah, a fictitious. Well, not to them. To them, they're married. They're married to their savior yeah, slash yeah, some mystical being. Creature. And that's your thing, not their thing. And their father's. Their and their father is their illegitimate ruin. boyfriend on the side. Yeah, but they can only hold his hands and kiss him. And what the fuck else did I say? I'm, I'm with Eric. The tongue <laughs> or not? Is there tongue involved? There are a lot. Of, I mean, after hearing that, that. I, I need to know because Here's the other thing I need we to know. need to start arresting these is, fucking. We'll do some is research. The, is the dad allowed to put his penis in her ear? It doesn't say <laughs> that. That doesn't say anything like that. It just says because I would imagine at some point they're like, "Look, we can't hands. fuck you. We can't anally have sex with you. Let me put it in your ear. Why are you going? Let me put it in, in your ear. You know you have a daughter, or son. Look, this when you're is, talking this like this. Is fucking I'm not a Christian, nor am I ridiculous like this. That I need a ceremony to be like. You're not gonna take teaching my kid about sex. When this Claire is turns so like fucking stupid. When Claire turns like fifteen or sixteen, you're not gonna take her to Colorado Springs and This sounds like a bunch of people who are afraid that their children will live lives. There's absolutely nothing wrong with sex. There's also Just nothing wrong safe. with you not having control over someone's life. The the thing I hate most about this is uh, there this article I found it and anybody can just go and just Google the pure the Christian purity balls and you'll find there's this site that had this article it was so great because they had all these pictures that they had taken from this purity ball in Colorado Springs so it's all these fathers with their daughters and they're like all it's just weird so it's, creepy it is man it's just like like if you send your daughter off to prom you take a picture with her fucking date for the night or something only it's like this 50 year old guy and then like this 16 year old girl <laughs> and they're like some of them like they've got their arms around them and stuff it's it is weird I'm man. sorry like they are young adults their hormones are going crazy, and their natural instincts are to hump. That's right. So teach them how to be safe. You can contact us at at the Intel I, Saviors I on Twitter. I did not say that either. Our email account is IntelSaviors no, at gmail.com. No. We're already on the NSA watch list. We don't need to be on any kind of like... <laughs> oh, Dude, I mean... <laughs> well, granted, okay, some of our openers. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> it's too late. We're fucked. Everything we do is monitored now. True. That's why I can't even fucking... I gotta watch what porn I'm looking at anymore. <laughs> can't even watch the kinky shit. Because, like, sometimes... What the hell are you talking about? Oh, well, I guess, yeah, you do go into our website and edit it, so they do have your IP address. Man, you go into the kinky stuff. Sometimes you get those pop-ups, and it's stuff that you really shouldn't be looking at. And then it's like, I don't need that coming up and them registering that. Where the fuck are you going? Dude, I can't even talk about it right now. <laughs> I'm so fucking depraved. Is a fucking human. What? Don't look at me, dude. You're the one asking if you put your dick in your daughter's ear. Not the not like the ones where they shit on each other stuff. I don't like that stuff. I'm not in the scat. That's just nasty. Remember back in the day, Box told us how he used to have Amy fucking squat over a table and fucking shit on it. Glass table. I don't remember this at all. I remember. Why did you use her name? I think it's in one of the very first episodes. Oh, I'm sorry. You've never said it. No one. I've been I, lately. I've been really good about saying Shitty McShitterson or Fuckity McFucky Fucks. Well, I didn't say a last name. It's what? I'm oh, sorry. It, I mean, it used to be Boggs. It's, it's not hard to figure uh, out since I'm called Boggs on the show. You asshole. Uh, it's okay. I don't care. We're past it, man. We are past it. 
there. Do you have anything, sir? Commonly comfortable <laughs> Still I believe That in time I Go, Eric. Think I'll see Just what's been weighing Down on me an unearthly void collapsed Exposing what was trapped To release this serendipitous design <laughs> I had to lose the pig Celebration, something. No. The answers that simply won't come. But now I, I won't ask. Forget my place amongst the grass, the leaves and the trees. Remember me, and in my naivety. Life be seen. The pale has leaks, and even if you put all your water into it, you end up with nothing left to drink. The well has gone dry and died with Sorry about the screaming. <laughs> no shit. Well, people are definitely going to hear it. No doubt. Oh. Hip, hip. I've got like five of these today. <laughs> Fucking rolling. When you're on a holiday, you can't find the words to say. All the things that come to you, and I want to feel it too. On an island in the sun We'll be playing and having fun 
so fine I can't control my brain Eat your heart out, Rivers Cuomo Hemp, hemp When you're on a golden sea You can't find your memories Just a place to call your own as we drift into the zone We'll find a way together We'll spend some time forever River sucks. <laughs> On an island in the sun, it's only part I hate. We'll be playing and having fun, and it makes me feel so fine. I can't control my brain. We'll run away together, we'll spend some time forever. such a musical episode so forth. don't fucking own another one <laughs> um I, i'm pretty sure my name is john stop it stop it turn him off turn him off carrying the wheel just cut off his mic shut him down the guitar why it's a good song it's a I, great I know, song but we've down. already done two songs calm down dude <laughs> um <laughs> Eric had a lot of stuff. Let's uh, look, not, turn not, it over to him. Not really. What? I don't have a lot of stuff. Um, I did want to talk about the uh, the missing girls. Oh, um, Nigerian girls? Yeah, the Nigerian girls. I don't know a ton about this. I've heard about it, but not a ton. Um, so they they believe that, uh, well, the most recent uh, reports. Uh, Bach, do you know about this at all? It's 276 girls. I do now. In Nigeria. That's a lot. That uh, were kidnapped lot. by uh, Boko Haram. Taken to a purity ball. Hmm. Um, well, that's not really kidnapping, I guess. They're just going to fuck their ear holes. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is why we're on the watch list. Yeah, pretty much. It's my fault, you fucking douchebag. You know it's you and you fucking pedo bullshit. Come on, man. Go ahead, Eric. 276 girls fucked. I mean, taken. Uh, I mean, oh, taken God. captive. Damn it, dude. What the fuck? I know. He is a destroyer. Sweet Jesus. Are these ladies white? No, it's in Nigeria, dude. Yeah, Think about kinda, it. That's kind of what I thought, too. Um, so, two things with it. Um, They're Mexican, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> so, okay. go ahead. No, no, I'm done. You don't have to be done. Yeah, I'm done. That's the last one I wanted to make. I just nope, wanted to make nope, sure that uh, we had that's it. some nope. comments about that. Yep. Why do you have to ruin it, dude? I so wanted to hear this. 276 girls been abducted, and it sucks. That's it. 
Thanks, dude. By government officials? What else or? do you have? God damn. Are you even fucking listening? No, not really. Jesus. <sighs> Go ahead, Michael. What do you got? I really wanted to hear about the Nigerian girls. I haven't heard much about that yet. Thanks, Boggs. <clears throat> I'm sorry. You're a fucking dick, Boggs. Hey, first off, you both derail me all the time, so get used to it. But you gotta fucking have something for us to derail, you motherfucker. Well, maybe that's my psychological... I don't like you right now. Don't talk to me. <laughs> you guys want to hear about the... Uh... Oh, fuck, I'll just tell you anyway. So... Like, you know, this is that time of year where we got all the candidates are fucking out running for office and stuff, and they're still doing primaries in some places. And yep. This guy, Steve Wiles, he's a candidate for um, the North Carolina Senate, and uh, he supports an amendment that they're trying to push through that would ban same-sex marriage, of course, because mm-hmm, it's if mm-hmm. you're a Republican, you have to hate the fucking gay. Well, the funny thing about it is um, reports have come out that um, he used to frequent a place called Club Odyssey, which is a gay bar. And not only that, but at one point he used to take um, part in some performances that he did where he would dress in drag, and he went by the name of Miss Mona Sinclair. (laughs) Okay. So he was, uh, this was brought to his attention, and he was asked about it, and he just denied it. No, 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 I had no part of it. Well, of course, the thing is that these drag shows and stuff, people go and they take pictures and they have video and things seem to surface. So, uh, of course evidence came forth so then he had to admit it and stuff and so he admitted that he worked there as a drag queen for a while and um, his quote was kind of funny he said I think that everyone has their own choices to make and I'm fine with everyone making their own for me from a religious standpoint just for my life for me it was not something that I wanted to continue of course it was an embarrassment but you know you move on you live and you change and you make yourself what you want yourself to be and that's where I am now so he's he moved on past it, so he's no longer frequenting the gay clubs and dressing and drag. Okay. But he still hates the gays. we got to get rid of gay marriage. Oh, all right. Um, so it was pretty funny. So, like, all this stuff's coming out and everything, and they asked him about his opposition to same-sex marriage still, and he said, you know, that he didn't really understand how you can separate the fact that marriage is a religious institution so it doesn't concern the way he used to dress or act back in the day. I just think it's funny. It's just more hypocrisy from the right, you know, you have these things. It's like I always say, that if you find me somebody who's, like, just so ardent and hardened against like gay rights or just gays in general, it's probably because they have some deep-seated closeted issues. That's my theory on it. I mean, unless like Boggs is very open about his support for gays and he's gay, so it doesn't always work that way. But you know, huh? You cocksucker! You want to fucking you want to derail some more stories, Dick? Can we hear about the Nigerian girls now? Not yet. God damn it, Boggs! Let's place. Let's you know we need some laughs out here. <laughs> Boggs brought down the house. Um, I guess telling Eric, I pulled a few sound bites from, uh, they have like the, I don't know what the fuck they call it, correspondence dinner and stuff this past weekend. And, you know, the president always gets up and gives jokes and shit. And they always have like a major comedian do jokes as well and stuff. And this year they had Joel McHale. I don't know if you know who he is. He's on community and does the soup. Um, I guess the first one, I just, I pulled a handful of the jokes from each of them, um, because some of them are a little... Like, whoa, I can't believe they said that. And then some are just funny, straight out. Uh, Let's do the Obama ones first. While we're talking sports, just last month, uh, a wonderful story. An American won the Boston Marathon for the first time in 30 years. Which was inspiring. uh, And only fair since a Kenyan has been president for the last six. (laughs) To even things up. 
We have some other athletes here tonight, including Olympic snowboarding gold medalist Jamie Anderson is here. We're proud of her. Incredibly talented young lady. Michelle and I watch the Olympics. We cannot believe what these folks do. Death-defying feats. Haven't seen somebody pull a 180 that fast since Rand Paul disinvited that Nevada rancher from this dinner. As a general rule, things don't uh, end well if the sentence starts, let me tell you something I know about the Negro. <laughs> you don't really need to hear the rest of it. Just a tip for you. Don't start your sentence that way. And speaking of conservative heroes, the Koch brothers bought a table here tonight, but as usual, they used a shadowy right-wing organization as a front. Hello, Fox News. Let's face it, Fox, you'll miss me when I'm gone. Yes. It will be harder to convince the American people that Hillary was born in Kenya. Ooh. And I'm feeling sorry, believe it or not, for the Speaker of the House as well. These days, the House Republicans actually give John Boehner a harder time than they give me. Uh, which means orange really is the new black. Oh, <laughs> yes! Uh, Washington seems more dysfunctional than ever. Gridlock has gotten so bad in this town, you have to wonder, what do we do to piss off Chris Christie so bad? <laughs> so I, I left just a touch of the applause on those. Um, his are pretty straight up. I mean, like, I mean, he, t of course, took the shots at the right and stuff, which are fine. But, like, I've listened to these before. Like, I can't remember who did it last year. If it was, like, oh, fuck, I don't even remember. I mean, like, Jay Leno did it one year. Stephen Colbert did. And they always take their shots, and they have a little off-color jokes and stuff. But they keep it pretty, you know, down. Now, Joel McHale threw out a few that it was funny. Like, I just left a little bit of the audience response. You'll hear some gaps on some of these. You play this, this is good. Good evening, Mr. President, or as Paul Ryan refers to you, yet another inner city minority relying on the federal government to feed and house your family. <laughs> I also host a show called The Soup, which is on the E Network. Thank you. To Republicans in attendance, E is the channel that your deeply closeted gay son likes to watch. Democrats, it's the same channel that your happy, openly gay son likes to watch. <laughs> he is also home to the Kardashians, who, believe it or not, are Republicans. And I know that because they're always trying to screw black people. <laughs> uh, it's a genuine thrill to be here in Washington, D.C., the city that started the whole crack-smoking mayor craze. <laughs> People say that Toronto Mayor Rob Ford is a clumsy mess, but he can't help it. He's a big guy. He's like a bull in a crack pipe shop. <laughs> Between Rob Ford, Justin Bieber, and Ted Cruz, you just want to tell Canada, hey, hey, relax. We already have a Florida. <laughs> Hillary Clinton has a lot going for her as a candidate. She has experience. She's a natural leader. And as our first female president, we could pay her 30% less. <laughs> Jeb Bush says he's thinking about running. Wow, another Bush might be in the White House. Is, is it already time for our every 10 years surprise party for Iraq? 
Chris Christie, uh, his administration canceled the train tunnel to Manhattan. They're closing the Pulaski Skyway, and they blocked the George Washington Bridge. Finally, a politician willing to stand up to America's commuters. Governor, do you want uh, bridge jokes or size jokes? Because uh, I got a bunch of both. I could go half and half. I know you like a combo platter. Uh, now, I get that. I'm sorry for that joke, Governor Christie. I didn't know I was going to tell it, but I take full responsibility for it. Whoever wrote it will be fired. But the buck stops here. So I will be a man and own up to it just as soon as I get to the bottom of how it happened because I was unaware it happened until just now. <laughs> I'm appointing a blue ribbon commission of me to investigate the joke I just told. And if I find any wrongdoing on my part, I assure you, I will be dealt with. I just looked into it. It turns out I'm not responsible for it. Justice has been served. <laughs> Biz Stone, the founder of Twitter, is here. So if any of you congressmen want to cut out the middleman, just show him your penis. <laughs> and we're no longer the fattest country in the world. Now Mexico is. But don't worry, we'll be number one again as soon as they all come over here. <laughs> oh, shit. Believe me, that, there was a lot. It was between both of them. It was like 50 minutes. I cut it down about three and a half. But that whole bit he did on Chris Christie was great because Chris oh, Christie awesome. was there. He's yeah. in the audience and Chris Christie's just looking. He's got this fucking shit eating grin on his face. Because that's what he did. Time. Chris Christie's like, oh, I didn't know what happened. So I'm going to fire this guy. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm going to make a committee with myself in it. Yeah. With my lawyers. <laughs> and like, they're going to run what? it. Huh? <laughs> That's how you're going to run the investigation? By You're going to investigate yourself? It was so okay. genius. That whole bit that Mikhail did was so genius about Christy. It's just, it's fucking so spot on, too, you know? That I don't know. I He was great. That Kardashian one, though. I, I that didn't, one was good. I like The that response one. after that and the Bush one, it was just like, you just hear like, ah, uh, everybody just starts <laughs> groaning and gets real quiet. It's just so uncomfortable. I don't understand. That was fucking funny. They made a ton. Poignant and true. Oh, my God, dude. Between him and Obama, they probably hit CNN with about 10 different jokes, making fun about all they do is cover the airline. Like, Obama said something about, like, he just got, he went, took a trip to Malaysia. It's the only way he could get CNN to cover anything he did or some shit. And <laughs> I mean, it's just, and it like, the whole time. It's the truth, man. They, every time that he would tell a CNN joke or Mikhail would, they had panned to, like, the CNN table when his Wolf Blitzer sitting there, and he just had this pissed-off look on his face. He's just fucking looking ahead, no smile or nothing. He's just mad. It's like, you can't hate the truth, dude. Look, that that's cable news. Cable news is about ratings. That's all people need to know. It's not about actual news. It's about ratings. It's what's going to get you plugged to the TV. Some crazy mystery about some plane dropping off in the middle of the ocean. Nobody knows where it is. It could be in Afghanistan. You know, it it's going to get some eyeballs to the fucking TV, and that's what they do. That's all cable news is. It's entertainment. That's what people need to realize about CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all those motherfuckers. It's entertainment. Yeah. They're not there to inform you. They're there to tell you and reaffirm what you already believe and then give you entertainment at the same time. The problem is even the regular nightly news is that way pretty much well, nowadays. It's becoming that way, certainly, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous, ratings, too. Ratings, ratings, ratings. That's why you got to listen or you got to pay attention to uh, actual news sources. Hell, uh, Al Jazeera, they're actually really damn good. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much you guys focus on that, but I've watched a little bit of it. It's, it's dude, pretty solid. I, I don't, we don't have cable, but I mean, I, I go online and see a lot of their reports and stuff and they're actually pretty damn legit. So Al Jazeera is a good source. 
uh, obviously anybody who listens to the show on a regular basis knows that NPR is my homeboy. I listen to, <laughs> yeah, I, I listen to Amy Goodman on Democracy Now. Use it work during the daytime. I don't know if you've been listening She's to it for good. the past week. You've been getting your ass whipped by uh, their little campaign thing, uh, but they're done. Yeah, pledge drive <laughs> season. They're done with their little pledge driving whoring out. Which I mean, they got to. I mean, they're public access, so mm-hmm. I, I can't dog them for for doing that because. Otherwise, how are they going to fund all the great programming that they have? So, I donate to them because I know that they. Oh, that's really sweet. They enrich my life. <laughs> have you ever donated to NPR, Boggs? No, he doesn't even listen to him. I don't think. Nope. Boggs, come on. You, you man. should. NPR is great. It's kind of funny because okay. they get the reputation for being uh, leftist, but. They're, I mean, they're really not. I mean, if you listen to their content, they don't have any kind of bias to it. It's just they spit the truth. That makes them leftist, though. So <laughs> that's, that's yeah, they're just automatically facts. leftist because of that. And it's like, what? No, the no. problem. Like, with... I'm sorry that they throw facts and they get panels of people who are actually involved in whatever you're talking about, not like those Fox News panels where it's like some guy that was an advisor for President Bush a decade ago talking about something that's relevant today that has no idea about it it's just they actually get people that are in the field that see it every day that are in the trenches and get them to talk about it mm-hmm. so you just see a completely different viewpoint and the the range of topics that they discuss are fucking awesome too it's not so linear and just trying to get you to fucking listen the entire time it's it's impressive what they do sweet Boggs is he's mad now Listen, look at him. So can I talk about the uh, the African girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Without, yeah. without, okay, yeah. so. They're from Nigeria. They're I, black. I, I was aware of who they are now. They're not so, Mexican, I get it. 276 girls. Um, and they were kidnapped by Boko Haram, Boggs, which is a Muslim organization. Hmm. Um, which, based off of everything that they've been able to do and... Uh, what they've succeeded in, they have more of a presence than the military there in Nigeria. Um, and they actually released a video uh, earlier in the week. I I know you don't know about it, but did you see it or hear about it? I heard about it. So this video showed a gentleman who was the leader uh, of Boko Haram. Uh, I'm going to fucking destroy his name. A Abu Bakbar Shiku? Shitsu. Shitsu. Got it. Akbar? Admiral Akbar Shitsu. Got no. it. <laughs> Abu Bakar. Um, Abu Bakar Shitsu. Got it. But he's in front of uh, what looks to be <clears throat> some kind of military vehicle, armored vehicle, mind you. Um, and they've been notorious for stealing those from the military, which just shows you how weak the military is there. Um, but he claimed that, and he took responsibility for it. He didn't show any of the girls in the video, but he said that he abducted the girls, um, and that he that there is a market for selling humans, and uh, Allah says he should sell, and Allah commands him to sell. So essentially, he's saying he's going to sell these girls into whatever sex slave or you know who knows what. Um, which is, uh, I know it sounds sick, but it's somewhat of uh, good news as far as uh, the people of Nigeria are concerned because it means that there is a possibility for negotiation. He's not looking to murder them. Um, 
But recent reports have come out, and they believe that they have separated off the girls into smaller groups as to uh, transport them to wherever they need to. And so it's not just one clump because it's easier to see, you know, 276 girls <laughs> trying to be transported somewhere. Uh, so they segregated them off into smaller groups, and who knows where the hell they're going to send them from there. Um, a few things that are really, really disturbing about it is, first off, the fact that this guy is a, re a quote, religious leader, um, and he's talking about selling humans. That goes to show you how great fucking Allah is. Um, and just Muslims in general. Read the Quran, trust me. It's full of shit. Um, they're not great people as they want you to believe. Um, and then also the inability of the U.S. to respond to actual problems. So we spent uh, how much money going into Iraq under a fictitious war and how many lives did we spare to fucking make it happen to where we could secure this oil? Oh, geez, I can't remember any, how many billions. Any how many, no, I think it's in the trillions now. It might be. Um, I know that at least soldiers-wise, I think we're around the 5,000 mark. Um, Iraqi lives, it's estimated to be over 100,000 easily. Right. This happened April 14th when these girls were abducted. The U.S. government responded this past week. Now, did... I know that I heard that Obama and like John Kerry had talked to the government over there. They've talked like I can't remember the president's name over there. It's a really crazy name. You should look it up for Nigeria. But um, I know I don't know if he asked for help or if they just finally offered help to go in. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it was one of those things like we waited until they said, hey, do you think you guys could come in and fucking help us out here? No, the, the U.S. government just hasn't responded. They, they haven't done anything. It's it's obvious that their government is illegitimate and can't handle well, let me ask you this. this kind of crisis. Uh, can you drill those girls' asses and get oil out of it? <sighs> no. Yeah, there you go. Wow. And there's my case. No need to help, then. Just saying, man. I agree that because there's no societal benefit for us that it's not a relevant point. And they'll say there's, you know, over 6 billion people on the planet who cares about 276. But it does show you a lack of moral conviction that I, I think the right really pushes. When Like, I, I remember uh, about the Iraq thing, you know, a lot of the people in my family were like, you know, I realize that there's a lot of corruption with that. But if you go and ask any soldier that went over there, they'll tell you <laughs> they had a job to do. All right. It's like, dude, so these, really? These okay. girls are 12 to 15 years old. Yeah. That's the age range. Um, do you know how much spit has been uh, fired at the Obama administration for their lack of response uh, to help out the people of Nigeria to find these girls from the right? Again, if there's not a benefit to the United States, they don't care. Or if it's not white people. Zilch. Exactly. They're because not white. If it was like, you know, Bosnia or something like that, where it's white people killing each other, then there's a little bit more of a, you know people rising is this, up is this like the family home. guy where they're like talking about the girl's name and they misspeak so it's like I don't know like Virginia Smith and like oh my god that's so terrible she was kidnapped it's like oh I'm sorry Virginia Gonzalez oh that's not even news <laughs> that's pretty much like that is what it is anytime like the little blonde white haired girl comes up missing Nancy Grace has a fucking show about her every night for six months but if it's the little black girl it's like eh, well. no that happens that's statistics yeah you know, 
She's probably fine. She's probably out hooking or something. She just ran away to hook. I'm just saying, you know how it is. It's it's similar though. I mean, this is a little bit grander scale, I think. But oh, this is calculated. See, I thought that they, I thought they came to us and asked for help, or we wouldn't even got involved. Regardless, I didn't think it was when those like we finally were like, fuck it, let's just do something because it looks good if we help. Oh, now that we've uh, now that we've started to sort of help with intelligence and stuff. Uh, the United States government has come out and said that they have uh, offered repeatedly for assistance uh, or no, that they um, uh, I'm sorry, they, they asked to assist mm-hmm. several times and the Nigerian government said no uh, but I mean they may have, I mean like you said, if this group's bigger than their military I mean hell, their government might, might be fucking scared of them, they might be too scared to take them on. And keep so. in mind that oil isn't Literally everything. If the uh, government was I, I paying know. us for other things, then they would probably take an. I just in taking well. a cheap shot at the way is, we though. run no, fucking no, no. war. And you're stuff. still right though. If my my point is still that they'd have to benefit us in some way. Like even if we went in and helped them now, if they weren't benefiting us before, I promise you it will come at a cost. So we are sending people in. Do you know how many we're sending in? Uh, Twelve. Seven. Wow, I was overshooting. We're sending seven people in. Seven members of the U.S. military. Are scheduled to arrive on Friday. I saw in Glorious Bastards. I think there's only like seven of them, and they took down the whole Nazi regime. So, <laughs> I mean, he's got a point there. But the other thing yeah. too is, are they just supposed to train people in the Nigerian uh, No, Army they're or? joining joining a team of of advisors. Okay, so they're gonna give advice. Seven people are gonna go give advice. That was what we responded with. Yep. Eh. I mean, I'm sure they're good consultants. They probably get paid quite a bit. So, you know. Hmm. All right. Well, cool. On a side note, do you what do you know what uh, Boko Haram translates to? No. Western education is a sin. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if it's a sin. It sucks. I know that. Oh my. No, just the US. So yeah, it's, Western, it's, it's, no. it's a sin for Western education, but it's quite all right to abduct two hundred seventy-six girls and sell them. Yeah. Hey, man. Allah told him that. Like, are you going to argue with Allah? I'm not going to argue with Allah. Fuck Allah. I wouldn't argue I'm with not, him. I'm not going to have sex with Allah either. That's weird. That is weird. I think that's pretty weird. That's damn weird, son. Yeah. What's this? God damn it. Uh, right when I pick up my beer, you fucking do that. Uh, what? What? That's the Shh. best time. Mother. It's the dick of the week. Now drink your fucking beer. Quit your bitching. This is our second time uh, win for fucking this young man, this fabulous Tennessean. State Senator Stacy Campfield. If you guys may remember uh, in the past, he won. It's been probably a year or so ago. He was the one that said that um, like people should get their welfare based on how their kids did in school or something. Like if their kids fell, then they were not fucking doing their job as parents so they didn't deserve to get the welfare to feed their kids or something. I don't know. He's a fucking dis- dick, but... So he does this blog, of course, and he does a thought of the day. So um, a few days ago, his thought of the day was Democrats bringing about the number of mandatory signups for Obamacare is like Germans bragging about the number of mandatory signups for train rides for the Jews in the 40s. What? <laughs> so... The great thing about it is, I, I have to say this about the guy. I mean, he's been told 
even from Republicans have come out and just went off on him about the quote and he's, he won't back down, man. He doesn't apologize. Um, like the GOP chairman in the state came out and said, you know, no political or policy disagreement should ever be compared to the suffering endured by an entire generation of people. Those comments have no place in our public discourse. He should offer an apology to members of the Jewish faith immediately. Um, but Cam Vild, of course, hasn't issued an apology. No, of course not. He even went on a radio station there and said that, um, he wasn't minimizing the loss of life in Nazi Germany, but uh, that it's not an accurate portrayal for the administration to brag about signups for Obamacare when it's mandatory. So he's saying that forcing people to sign up for health insurance is almost like forcing them onto a train to a fucking to Auschwitz. It's very similar. Did he happen to mention? It's that, like apples to apples. Did he happen to mention that um, the Republicans modified this and then voted it in? Did you happen to mention that, that it was a Republican-led Congress well, that the, voted it in? It's the original. Actually, Democrats were in charge when they got it through, sir. I'm going to correct you on your, your shittiness and not knowing what you're talking about. But the original bill was uh, fucking the Republican bill that they'd put forth when the Clintons were trying to pass their health care bill in the 90s. They basically took that model. That's what um, Mitt Romney passed in Massachusetts was just a version of that and it's the exact same bill that they ended up passing for this health care so it's a it's a republican health care plan that's why it's half-ass but you know yeah start somewhere. well even still like but anyway is there, is there a public option in this plan no but you're missing the point forcing people to have health insurance is like sending them to the fucking gas chambers get yeah. it that's all you need to know i'm aware that that's a very awful fault hey we've talked about false analogies before yeah here's another prime example I don't think so, man. I think it's a perfect analogy. But anyway, Stacey Campfield's a kick-ass fucking senator, man. That's He said other things in the past, too, that have been ridiculous, but that's his uh, second victory, so it's pretty good for a state senator. Is he making a good running for Dick of the Year? Um, Not so far. Right now, it's it's a fucking toss-up. Right now, I want to get the Sarah Palin so bad. I hate her so fucking much. Sarah Palin's a good here's, one. <clears throat> here's the problem with Sarah Palin. And she's so insignificant. That's the thing, though. Yeah, she's just Ted not Cruz a, is a good one. My, here's my problem with Sarah Palin. When you listen to her you speak... You want to fuck her, right? Yeah. When you listen to her speak, doesn't she just sound like she's mentally retarded? Like, doesn't she just sound special? Whoa, dude. Let's not take shots at the people that are less fortunate than we are, okay? I'm not saying that. With I'm the saying... mentally fucking... I'm saying that within a societal realm, it's not like you're going to let people who are mentally retarded run a fucking government. That's not how that works. I'm just saying, comparing her to people who have mental disabilities and I'm is taking saying, a shot at people with I'm not mental even, disabilities. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm getting That's at. That's an insult to them. Oh, I get so it. Let's she's just, beneath them. I got it. Anyway, can take a step and back. I'm not even saying something like there's something wrong with her brain. I think she's batshit fucking crazy. Have you listened to her speak? No, she is crazy. Have you ever thought to yourself, oh my God, this is somebody that almost was vice president and ran the country? Yeah. That's exactly like, what I said. How we played fuck? that nuts from her a couple I was weeks telling Eric, ago. I was telling Eric about this. When we heard that clip, you know what terrified me more than her speech? The cheering. The fact that people backed that fucking terrifies me. It's no different than those same yahoos that are fucking set up out in goddamn Nevada with their submachine guns and shit, like, ready to take on the fucking feds out there. It's, it's the same, that distorted fucking view of America mindset. That it's funny that... None of them really had. I mean, granted, there was, you had your militias and you had your wackos and stuff, but I mean, we went over it before. I, I can't remember. I brought the numbers up. Like, the number of hate groups and militias and stuff have jumped. Like, it went from, you know, under, a, like, 100 or 50 or something to, like, 400 groups, you know? Yeah. 
since Obama's become president. I mean, that's all it comes down to. It's like we got the black guy in the White House. They see the Hispanic population rising. You know, they're projecting by like 2040 that it's going to be a majority minority country. And it's just you got all this white trash, these old fucking racist, and they're just freaking out, man. They don't know how to handle it. They can't comprehend that everything's changing. And like, oh, gays are getting married. You can buy fucking marijuana in states now. And it's just like it's too much for them, and they just can't fucking help it, you know. I mean, all they know is take their fucking 15-year-old to the purity ball and fucking, <laughs> you know, praise the Lord and buy another fucking automatic weapon. That's like their life, you know. They don't, they can't see that the world's changing. You need to adapt. You got to adapt, man. You got to progress. You got to move forward. got to progress. If you don't progress, you just stay put and everything else goes up around you and we just continue to collapse in on ourselves. That's why I just, I can't understand the conservative mindset. They just fucking dragging us down, man. Ugh. That's how it is. The she is like the fucking leader for them, though. She's perfect for them. You're not drunk enough for this show. I know. I got, that's what I'm saying. We got to do some more Saturday night shows so I can drink. Fucking feel my rage, motherfucker. Dude, I don't want your beer. Go try to stick it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Put it away, Boggs. Don't get away from my mouth. <coughs> I spilled on myself. <coughs> God damn it. I don't know, man. I... I'm fucking done. I'm done, motherfucker. I, I, every time we talk about a Republican, I just feel <laughs> defeated in my soul. Like that's, my soul just like said, fuck this shit and that, left. That's why you're going to play us out with a happy song. Unless Eric's got more Nigerian stories that you want to interrupt. Nope. <laughs> Cause I'm done, uh, man. Too much, too much. I got some stuff to say song? for next time for you guys. Is that what you said? You wanted a happy song? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> You sit the shit out of that. Do you have a happy song for us? Um, hmm, not really, no. No, I was going to. God no. damn I could it. do My Name is Jonas, if you want to hear that. Or I could do uh, I Want a Girl Who Will I, uh, No One Else. That's a good one. That's do good that one. one. You haven't, you've done it, but it's been a long time. The World Has Turned and Left Me Here. That's a good one. My God, just play one. Th- people, remember, follow us on the Twitter, at the Intel Saviors, on the Facebook, on the iTunes. I fucking want Stitcher. Download their app. You can listen to us on your phone, in your car, while you're baiting. Check out our friends at Digital Frustrations. Yes, check them out. Neon and Neon Glow Boys. Yes, and the Neon Blow Boys. The world has turned and left me was before you appeared and in your place an empty space has filled the void behind my face I just made love with your wallet photograph one thousand times in my head you said you loved it more than ever And you said you'd remain Turned away, turning further every day The world has turned and left me And in your 
my face I talked for hours to your wallet photograph And you just listened You laughed enchanted by my intellect Or maybe you didn't Fantastic. I want to say, even though that usually I don't like doing this, this is pretty much guaranteed. Um, if you made it this far, God bless you, even though there's not one. And um, we're going to have um, author Deborah Mitchell on next week to talk about her book, Growing Up Godless. So be sure to tune in for that and get some good heathenism. And then fuck your mother.